Hey everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy episode six. We've made it this far. Six episodes. I think it's doing pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying myself. I don't know about you guys, but like, whatever. You don't have to watch it if you don't want to. Um, episode six, eh? So yesterday I was trying to link my story and all that stuff to, do we, is there any tech people? Is there any tech people in the audience? Cause like, I would think that I am pretty technically inclined, but whatever's going on right now has really, really, really been annoying me. Um, so I was trying to link the story that I'm writing into the description, of course, on my YouTube. Um, I can't change the password on my Wattpad, and I don't know why, and no matter what I do, I also, for whatever reason, cannot upload this to Anchor. And I have been trying for a couple days now, and I'm getting really frustrated with it. So if you're hearing this on Anchor, obviously I figured it out, but if you're hearing this on... What is wrong with my eye? Oh my god. That's fine. If you're hearing this on uh, YouTube, clearly I haven't gotten anchor figured out yet. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. Like, everything's fine. The episode uploads, everything's good, and then it says we're having trouble connecting. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? Trouble connecting? <laughs> so, yeah, that's happening. I have some CBD oil in my water. For my joint pain from, yeah. Anywho, today's topic. Like, I, there's so many things that, like, I, I just think about when I think about. Yeah, it's just, it's, sorry, I'm not trying to lose my train of thought purposefully or on purpose. It's just. I think it might be more of a ducks after dark kind of thing, which I'm still working on getting that up in running. But the subject for today, <clears throat> I wanted to touch more on uh, being creative and how creativity uh, can help you and how it can also in some ways hinder you. Uh, and how sometimes your creativity is highly inappropriate. And I don't know how I'm going to exactly tie that in. So a friend, my friend that um, helped me, she's published now as of today. Uh, I was, I was wrong on the date in a previous podcast, but like it's today. Uh, I pre bought her book. I'm going to link it on Instagram. She's goes by a pen name in there and I'm not going to tell you what her real name is, but she is CC uh, Elizabeth. And uh, she writes one of the stories in this. And it's like a retelling of fairy tales. It's really cool. So you got to check that out. It's $2.99 on Amazon. And uh, yeah, the pre-order ended yesterday. And I just happened to text her yesterday. Be like, oh, guess what's going on? Huh? And she's like, pre-order it. It's like pre-order for 99 cents today. And I'm like, done. <laughs> but uh, so she is... <clears throat> we were talking yesterday about... 
So apparently there's, how do I even word this? Okay, so we were talking yesterday about writing and there are these editors that you can hire to go over your story that are that are really good at specific genre, specific context, specific, <clears throat> you know, just I'm still a little bit sick, but they're really good at specific areas of literature. Okay. So she, she hires this person and, um, this was for a different story. The person didn't, didn't like an aspect of the story because they called it glorified stalking. Or glorifying the the act of stalking. So, okay, I understand that. Here's where it gets me. Okay. I was a news anchor for 10 years. Real life is way, way fucking weirder than the shit that goes on in storybooks. Okay? I will tell you that right now. Real life is way fucking weirder than the stuff that goes on in anybody's story. Minus a couple authors um, who get it right. Who get it right. People watch stuff on TV and they're like, oh, it's just a dramatized piece. Okay, fine. Some parts are dramatized. I'm sure there are. But especially when you watch like true crime shows, not even true crime, but like, like shows like NCIS, let's say, or Law and Order's pretty good, but they have to keep it within the rating for prime time, right? So real life is way, 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 way stranger. I remember when... Criminal Minds did an episode and they based it on Robert Picton and the pig farm in Coquitlam, British Columbia. They toned that shit down. <laughs> Holy shit, did they ever. So, storytelling and real life. There are, there are some authors who are very good at real life. There are some authors who are very good at uh, kind of glossing over some stuff in real life. So, I don't think it's appropriate for an editor to sit there and say, well, this makes me uncomfortable, so you shouldn't have it in your story. Tell me I'm wrong. One person's opinion, I don't think this person was... Like there, it's one person's, one person's opinion, one person's opinion on an entire story, like on an entire aspect of a story that kind of made the story. Excuse me. <laughs> so if you have one person's opinion telling you, okay, I think you should absolutely take out the stalking part. Um, because whatever, I guess I, I haven't read the story, but I guess it kind of over-sexualized it. That's what stalking is. <laughs> Hello, people. Um, 
as someone who's been stalked, okay, let's put it that way. As somebody who's been stalked twice, once when I worked for 660 News and another time I don't even want to get into, um, I am all for people writing about it. I'm all for people writing about what actually happens when people get stalked because it is weird, okay? And people, I think people need to, to, to understand what it's like to be stalked. And yeah, if she's glorifying it, that's the character. The character thinks that they're the greatest thing on earth because they're stalking the other person. I absolutely think it should have. I don't think people should have that much power as an editor to sit there and be like, hey, I don't think you should have this in your story because I don't like it. I would think as an editor, you would have to take a completely unbiased opinion. You think I liked all the stories I read about on the news? You think I agreed with everybody I worked with? You think I agreed with, you know, the the story that I'm putting out there? You think I agreed with all of it? No, I didn't. I agreed with some of it, and no, I didn't agree with all of it. Uh, but it is what it is, and that's just how it works. And I think that also gets into why people think that news anchors and stuff are fear mongers and, you know, just brainwashed by the establishment it's you have to take an unbiased opinion on everything beans she always wants to be in the podcast but when i go to put her in the podcast she doesn't want to be in the podcast um unbiased you have to be unbiased you absolutely have to be because if you're not you're suddenly a a neoconservative or you're a libtard or you're a this or you're a that so okay call me luminati that's fine <laughs> at least i'm a lizard person i live forever right right so being in news it's it's quite different i have a very different perspective on this and i had my friend read my story and she gave me some pointers on like just where to add a little bit more nuance or a little bit more emotion and stuff not to change the story don't change a vital aspect of your story because she didn't like part of it all she said to me was like hey i think she, she should be a little angrier about that and i'm like yeah you got a point there i'd be angrier about that too <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> um these people need to understand that they need to be unbiased. So if you're going to be an editor, or you're going to be in anything in any capacity where you're critiquing other people's work, it has to be unbiased. It can't be your, your thoughts, your feelings on what you think it should be. That being said, I think that, yes, I like the idea of editors for certain subtext or genre or whatever to go through it. 
I think I do like that idea of this person who edited her story, but I don't like the idea of them telling her to change it. It's not how I roll. It's not how I roll. Anywho. Now that we're, now that we cleared that up, um, I realized I was watching back some of these little episodes. I am very, very used to talking on the radio. And that's why I think I just leave these unedited, but I also, and I'm used to talking on the radio live, okay? But I also realized how many weird things I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys got to know that, okay, you're on the radio, your mic is like, your mic's in front of you. <laughs> your mic's on a short leash in front of you. And you're talking into the microphone, but you're doing 700 other things at the same time. But you're trying to keep your voice in the microphone, okay? Working in radio... It's so weird because I've noticed some of my friends will say, like, you never look at me when I talk to you or when you're talking to me. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> really? Sorry. <laughs> didn't notice because I didn't notice. Um, because you're so used to like, I'm talking and I'm saying my bit and I'm also looking up, you know, the next song and figuring out when I should hit the intro or do you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing all these other things, but I'm also talking. So, it's a talent. And I know some people think that monkeys could do our jobs, and some days I'm pretty sure they could. <laughs> but in other days, I'm like, I totally showed that monkey up. Whatever. I love those little things that were out a couple years ago. It's like what my friends think I do, and it's like Howard Stern, and what my parents think I do, and it's like the news guy, and what my boss thinks I do, sleeping. <laughs> what I actually do, <laughs> crying. <laughs> it was funny. It's funny. It's funny. Leave it alone. You'll be fine. So that's the thing. Like, Especially when you're talking to yourself. I don't have a co-host right now, and I'd love to get some guests on here and some, like, guest hosts and stuff. That probably, most of that would probably have to be pre-tape, because a lot of people I know can't just, like, drop their life and come and hang out with me. Losers. <laughs> um, but I actually know a lot of really, really interesting people from being in radio for so long, and uh, I think some of those interviews would be would be interesting. Maybe we'll have like a traveling circus show or some bullshit. I don't know. That would work. That would work. So yeah, so today's topic is, is about creativity and it's about writing and uh, it's about people criticizing your creativeness. It's also about um, knowing when to hold your own. Okay. So writer friend, she was like, no, I'm not taking it out. I'll tone it down. She's like, I'll take it from a nine to a seven. I'm like, how about 7.6? <laughs> and she laughed and it was like, why, why does it have to be, why does it have to be a seven? Why does this person want it at a three? 
you have to understand, especially if you're editing or if you're writing or if anything, everybody's experience is different. My experience is different from your experience. Do I share my experience to maybe help others with their experience? Yes, that's why I talked about being on the Cymbalta. Because, wow. Okay? I wanted people to know what that was like. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you saw me last Tuesday, which you can go and watch me last Tuesday, I was all over the place. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't have a straight thought in my head. Now I'm thinking, okay, how do I incorporate my life into my life again? So that's my creative thing. And that's what I'm learning how to do again from coming off that Cymbalta. And yeah, I'm still a little bit all over the place. It's just the way my brain works. But it's nothing like it was last week. And I'm grateful for that because holy Toledo, was I a train wreck. So I think that people need to understand that everything doesn't have to be PG-13. Um, if you read my book... I have it up on Wattpad, which I can't figure out how to... Anyways, I guess someone stole my password or something. I don't know. I need a tech person. Is there like a techie, tech slave, anything like that out there that I can talk to? Just hit me up. <laughs> um, I need a person to uh, just kind of assist me with this shit. Because I'm very technically sound. Like, you can ask anybody that. But, like, this is driving me bananas. Because in my book, my book is not PG-13. My book is not mature. It's like rated R with a couple X's. Which is fine. If you're over the age of 18, it's fine. You know, like 21. <laughs> 25. Which brings which brings creativity and like at what point do you stop it from happening, right? Like, at what point do you stop telling the story of real life? A perfect example of people thinking something crossed the line. In some ways it did, but that's okay. Deadpool. The very first Deadpool. Um, I remember I... Okay, so I've been reading Deadpool since 1992 when it first came out, and I have the signed, the autographed Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe signed by the creator, like, upstairs. I'm not telling you where I live, because I have a lot of nerd memorabilia that's uh, worth quite a bit of money. <laughs> um, Star Trek poster in the background, whatever. Okay, so... Red eyes coming through. Um, we are going to change where the podcast is uh, in the house. Just I'm just figuring it out. I just, I really like the lighting in here, so... <laughs> I look like I'm 25. I'm not, but my forehead is. <laughs> Thanks, Botox. Anywho, I went and saw Deadpool opening night on the Thursday. The Thursday before everybody else goes on Friday. And I was like, yes. <laughs> There's a whole story to that. Um, anyways, I don't want to get into that part. That's a different, that's a bitch about my ex podcast. Uh, Warren, I love you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so we're sitting in Deadpool. And it is clearly, 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 clearly 
everywhere else on the planet rated mature, it was rated PG in Alberta. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at the rating. I'm like, there's no way this movie is PG. <laughs> yeah, it's not PG. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was rated PG in Alberta. So we're in the movie theater and Deadpool's telling jokes. And there's kids in there. And like the adults are laughing. <laughs> About four seconds later. <laughs> the kids are laughing. The kids didn't get it. The kids did not get it like the adults got it. Because Ryan Reynolds, our age, our, our whatever generation thing we are, age, right? I, he's, what, six years older than me? He's two years older than my husband? Like, you know, like, our age, right? We all kind of grew up in that sarcastic, damaged area of the generations, um, cause our parents were boomers and that's a whole other podcast too. <laughs> but yeah, so we're sitting in the theater and I don't know if that was red eyes or beans. Um, we're sitting in the theater and these kids had no idea. No idea at all. And yes, do I think maybe some of the jokes were like a little too far? Like, but that's fine. I appreciated the two farness of the Deadpool jokes. And I am so looking forward to Deadpool 3. And I really hope all three Spider-Mans are in it because that would make my fucking day. And Deadpool would have a very, very, very interesting, interesting interaction with all three Spider-Mans and Wolverine and just throw Venom in there too and it'd just be like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm a nerd. It's all fine. I'm a nerd. It's it's good. I'm a nerd. Doctor Strange, make it happen. I'm a nerd. Um, because in the comics, Deadpool's the only one who trolls Thanos. Yeah. The one where he's putting the whoopee cushion. I don't remember which comic it is, but anyway. Um, it's a perfect example, though, of... Context for age. Like, you need to rate your things appropriately, not PG Alberta. <laughs> you need to rate things appropriately because when you're sitting in a Deadpool movie and there's 14-year-old kids behind you laughing at, like, the small hand joke and not quite getting it. Because there's many ways that joke can be... Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's many ways. There's like the really bad way that's illegal, but then there's also like the rub and tug way, which is also illegal. And like, yeah, anywho, there's a lot of ways that that joke can be interpreted. Um, but kids don't get it. They're like, huh, small hand. And you're like, Ugh. <laughs> cause as an adult, you're going through all the different scenarios in your head. Um, there was a couple jokes like that in, in the film, and I absolutely put jokes like that in my stories, and a lot of writers do, because um, it's open to interpretation, subject to interpretation, kind of like the Bible, subject to interpretation, 
Um, which some people interpret it really fucked up. Hey, evangelical Christians. Mormons. Ew. Jehovah's? J-dubs? Oh my god. That reminds me of this guy we used to know. We called him Too Far. <laughs> too Far Mahar. <laughs> he was a J-dub. Anyways, that's not important. Um, what is important is that people need to understand that context, nuance, just because you don't like something doesn't mean other people won't find it funny. The entire beginning of Deadpool is a mass murder. Some people would take offense to that. I think him trying to find Francis is funny. I think it's hysterical. Other people were like, oh my god, he's killing people. Duh. If you had swords named Arthur and Bay, you'd kill people too. It's the sarcasm. It's first thing in the morning for me. <laughs> morning light. Um... It's very, yeah, it's very, very open to interpretation. And that's why I just, I don't think that these people should be able to sit there and scrutinize people and say like, well, just because I don't like it, that means nobody else is going to like it. I don't like Metallica. Everybody else seems to. I don't get it. Do I shit all over them for it? A little bit. Do I care? Not really. Like Metallica. It's your thing. I don't care. Not everybody's going to like my music either. There you go. Music. Open to interpretation. There are so many genres of music that it boggles the mind. Are you going to like them all? No. Are you going to listen to them all? Fuck no. Are you going to care if somebody else is listening to it? Also fuck no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Attractiveness. Like, there's all kinds of things. Like, people find different people attractive. Okay, um, Hugh Jackman, hello, he's gorgeous, so is Ryan Reynolds, so is Joshua Jackson, so is Joshua Jackson's wife, I don't know what her name is, but holy fuck is she gorgeous, she's beautiful, like she's stunningly beautiful, good job man, she's gorgeous, Google her, I don't remember what her name is, but just Google her. You'll be like, I want to look like that. <laughs> like, um, but it's it's subjective, right? Beauty is subjective. Interpretation is subjective. Art's subjective. Everything is subjective to the subject. It's how the subject interprets it. So that's why I think these editors should not have the power they have. I, I think they should be able to uh, give some constructive criticism, give a bit of a critique. We've talked about that a lot on this channel. But to sit there and flat out say take it out or reduce it to the point where it doesn't make sense in the story anymore, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Editors need to be unbiased. That's why you get good books. That's why you can go from like a Nora Roberts to a Stephen King and they're, you know, it's all the same publishing house. Unbiased. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Unbiased. Jokes is when Stephen King signs Dean Koontz's books. That's funny. They're both amazingly good authors. <laughs> I quite enjoy both of them. Um, but it, it's just, it's subjective. So if you don't like it, 
don't be an editor. Don't sit there and say, well, I'm going to edit this because I know everything. You're putting a block on other people's creativity and you need to stop. And I don't like that. And too bad for you if you don't like what I'm saying. Anywho. I think I got my point across on editing and creativity. If I didn't, please leave comments. Please leave likes. Please leave subscribes. I like subscribes. <laughs> uh, but do all those things and enjoy this beautiful Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, because tomorrow's Wednesday. And I think I'm going to get a pedicure tomorrow. Last one of the season. Then I'm going to go to physio. Because I need my rib back in my body properly. Because <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> so, um, with all of that... With all of that, just remember, creativity is subjective to the subject. Create what you want to create. Let your audience decide. Sometimes there is some catering to the audience. Of course there is. Um, like, you know, you kill off a main character and everybody's like, what the fuck? And then you bring them back. That happens in a lot of shows. <laughs> but yeah, it's subjective. So just remember, sometimes you answer to the audience, P.S. Law and Order, don't get rid of Rollins. We need her. I haven't watched Law and Order in a long time. But I remember when they introduced Rollins, she was one of my favorite characters. Rollins and Carisi. I like them both so much. And they're not allowed to get rid of her. That's all there is to it. Listen to the audience. Do not get rid of her. <sighs> Anywho, that's about it. That's all I got. Um, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And uh, remember, keep your ducks in a row. Well, actually, don't. Fuck it. I don't even know where mine are. <laughs> remember how I lost them? Title of the podcast? You know what I mean? Anywho, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I hope you have a lovely, lovely Tuesday. And yeah, that's everything. Like, subscribe, turn on notifications if you want. Do all the BS, do all the fun. I am trying to figure out Anchor. Like I said, if you have any tips, tricks, mobile app, I don't know, whatever, fuck, just help. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you guys later.